Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Big Podcast with Bob Goff and Friends. This is Scott Schimmel, and I'm here with Bob Goff. Hey, everybody. I hope it's been a terrific week for you. And I'm really looking forward to having a conversation. I just feel like we've got to talk about some stuff. I met you, I forget, 10, 12 years ago, but you was when you were an attorney. Yeah, we used to meet down at Subway Sandwiches. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yes. We was, and then you were helping out with, yep. was it... InterVarsity, InterVarsity, worked with college students, and there were actually two college kids that introduced me to you, and they said, you got to meet this guy. Hard to describe. He's kind of like an attorney, but he also likes to do stuff in the world, and he, we got to know him through speaking at Young Life. Yeah. And so I used to invite you to come speak to college students, and you were so kind because every single time you said yes, and I never paid you. Yeah, that's right. And it was worth every penny of that. So fast forward a few years and I'm at this conference called Catalyst and I knew I'd heard you had a book coming out. But what I want to talk to you about, and I think there's a lot of people who listen into the show that want to figure out, like, how do I get a message out? So you, I think, is very fascinating. You went from one career to another career. And so this episode, we're going to do a deep dive kind of behind the scenes to the world of Bob in the last seven, eight years. How did you go from an attorney, run a law firm, to being this public figure with books, author, speaker, that whole thing? So we're going to dig in. Oh, I'm so looking forward to doing that. And it's really, actually, it's the world of you. It's the saying, what are your ambitions? What are your capabilities? What are the things that you want to do? And what are the next steps to get yeah. there? How? So tell us about Love Does. That was the first book. Yeah. So I was a lawyer, and uh, many of us are able to do things. I was yeah. able to practice law. I can pass a bar exam. It's like the rain man. <laughs> Give me two days. Yeah. <laughs> I can take that thing and pass. So in quite a few states, I was licensed to practice law. But while I was capable of being a lawyer, didn't feel like I was made to be a lawyer mm. anymore. And I enjoyed being a lawyer. I still enjoy being a lawyer. Yeah. But one thing started spinning up on this repeating cycle, and it was kids, and it was injustice, and mm. all that. And so instead of just reading or educating myself about an issue, I thought, what if we engage the issue? And you don't have to always go across an ocean, but yeah. uh, that started in India, and yeah. then Uganda was in this terrible civil war for decades. Mm-hmm. And one thing started leading to another. And so if you're listening, I want you to think about some of the things that already have your interest. You have a day job, and I don't care if you're bagging groceries, mm-hmm. that is an honorable job and is an honorable thing to be providing for your family. Mm-hmm. Well done. Uh, but in addition to that, you might have some other things that have been stirring. Yeah. So what I found, it's just involved taking the next step on this. I remember one of the first times we met, we're hanging out, you said something about your life and you you almost like stopped our conversation because you had to write it down. And that's probably the first time you told me that you were writing everything down that you ever remembered. Was that what it was? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I may stop in the middle of this, Um, (laughs) but I will send myself on a normal day about a hundred to 150 emails, little shards of ideas Uh and sense, because if you don't write it down, it's gone. And there might be something that you actually want to tease out from there. You want to circle back. And so the hallmark of people Mm. that live noteworthy lives are that they literally live noteworthy lives. They take notes on the things that are happening around them Mm. and things that are happening to them. And they have access to how they feel about that, how do they interact with that. Faith is a big deal for me, so I'll do what Paul did, check it against scriptures or Mm. something in there that uh, the Bible talks about that informs some of what I'm learning right now. Yeah. 
And so I don't always have the time. If you're listening to this and you're stuck in traffic and something resonates with you, just pull the car over. Don't try to steer with your Mm -hmm. knees. I know who you are. Um, So write those things down and then circle back them to them later. And so uh, having done this for now decades, I have 1.75 million words written five at a time. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's something uh, particularly OCD of me. I I have them organized alphabetically by topic. Is that crazy? Yeah. I spend a lot of time in airplanes. I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. go think. So uh, everything you think about abilities or things that have uh, made you a uh, lament or, yeah. I mean, to say, I actually want to organize some of these thoughts. And part of the reason mm-hmm. is to revisit these some of these ideas, to give that puzzle piece a spin. Mm-hmm. And so some of you have an idea. There's something you're capable of doing. That's yep. your day job. You have a message that you want to have. And the, uh, let me just tell you, I'm giving you the cheat codes right now. Mm-hmm. The world needs to hear what you have to say. And don't wait for permission. If you are a woman and you are listening, don't wait for permission from a guy to say what you need to say. You stand up on that chair and say it. You can do it with kindness and respect. And I'm speaking for all of us. But get it said. And for some of you, you'll want to write it. And other Mm -hmm. people, you'll want to speak it. I'm just telling you, you can do both. There's a a website. It's called Rev.com. Okay. If you speak at the cadence that I speak at, 45 minutes is 13,000 words on Rev.com. They will send it off to a stay-at-home mom or dad. Uh They'll write down, they'll transcribe it for like 35 bucks. A book is 55,000 words. So start doing that if you want. I know, four good talks. (laughs) Now, the written word is a little different than the spoken word. So it'll uh, take a little bit more work. But instead of having the proverbial blank sheet of paper or the blank computer screen, you'll actually have a populated with sim, then just make your words better. Right. I always write really bad words yep. and then make them better and better. Test it. Yeah. And so if let's say you want to communicate your message, mm-hmm. one thing that you can do is write it down. If you go like, well, I just don't have time to write a whole book. Yep. Well, then give a whole talk. How about five minutes at Rotary Club? Right. Uh, corner somebody at, right. uh, you know, at, at the local diner and yeah. talk to them for five minutes, yeah. but be intentional about it and then get better at what you do. Well, I remember and, when you would come and speak and you would share some of the stories that later, a couple years later, ended up in Love Does. I remember reading Love Does. I'm like, I've heard these stories, but I remember watching the audience when you would come and speak and they would almost like look at me like, who is this guy? And I would kind of be like, I don't know. But it was almost as though the process you were going through, writing down all those stories, then you were testing them. And I don't think I was the only person you were going to speak for free to get the ideas across and oh, get yeah. some feedback. No, just get your uh, ideas out mm-hmm. there and you'll know immediately what connects with people and what doesn't. Right. We uh, tease about it, we call it the breaching whale. If you're in a room with three or 5,000 people uh-huh. in it and you say something that makes sense to them, you'll hear a big, mmm. Interesting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can actually do that. And so if you're gonna oh. write a book later, uh, then include those stories. And the ones mm. where everybody's like, whatever, it's very passive. Right. Don't include them. Right. I'm not. I, I'm not a writer. I can barely spell cat. But huh. I'm. I'm a student of the things that are going on around me. Yep. I'm listening constantly. And I'll give you another idea. Hmm. Take photographs of things. I usually don't have time to capture it all. Uh, I, I have a picture that I. Uh, send to my friends to upload into one place. <laughs> and it's this back of this car that says Amish on it. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> but there's seemingly this contradiction yeah. in terms. I'm like, 
there's a talk there. Yeah. That is not a 45 minute talk. That's a paragraph. Right. That's a sentence. Yeah. And so there's something about being engaged, being situationally aware, and then engaging the things that are going on. It'll be a photograph. Mm -hmm. It'll be something that you learned. It'll be a fact. Yeah. And just being available to those things, it's going to improve your speaking, mm. which will improve your writing, right. which will improve you getting your message out there. Well, it seems like, and tell me if I'm wrong, when I watch you do your process, because we'll sit here and have conversations around things you're noticing, it seems like a lot of what you're trying to do is connect dots connect moments, connect memories. You're, you're seeing connections between things because you're spending the time and energy to make those connections. Yes, I would be the king of metaphors. Yeah. Only because I think that way. And actually, Jesus spoke in metaphors mm. uh, much of the time. Mm -hmm. He talked about seeds. He talked about sheep. Yep. He talked... Yep. I think it's kind of like this. Right. And I understand why, because we intersect that with our life experience, with the things that we believe to be yeah. true. And then to go underneath that a little bit to say, why do I believe that to be true? Why mm -hmm. has that been my life experience? Yeah. And if you can access some of those things and speak with authenticity and vulnerability, that's what people want to hear. Mm -hmm. And you'll end up having the room and they'll listen to your message. Right. They'll listen right. to what you have to say. It's not story time with Bob. What they want to hear is a moment of authenticity mm -hmm. from you as a speaker. And so that you could actually deliver your message and yeah. people will say, wow, I can identify with that because while I haven't experienced exactly that, I've experienced something like right. that. And right. that helps me uh, relate to that. And then yeah. people want to be led somewhere. Mm. And so have a place that you're going, right? Yes. right? A direction yeah. that you're headed to. So a tip for you, if you've got a message, mm -hmm. know what that message is. Yeah. It would be like making a phone call to somebody right. and they answer the phone and they say, hello. And you go like, Really? <laughs> you go like, well, no, wait a second. That wouldn't yeah. be know why you're yeah. calling. What's the point of this? And to say, yeah. uh, the reason that I'm speaking to you, I want to communicate. Yeah. Some people organize their thoughts and they say, I have three points to give and mm. these are the three points and here's the first point. Yeah. That's fine. If that, whatever blows your hair back, yeah. but know why you're doing what you're doing. Right. And if you have a message to give, let people know yep. what that message is. And what I do is I keep revisiting the message. I will yeah. find a principle that that I want to illustrate, and I'll try to intersect that four different ways. There'll be an image, there'll be a story, mm -hmm. there'll be scripture, there'll mm -hmm. be things, but I'm trying to intersect that right. message several different ways in the hopes that it'll connect with somebody, because if the first time didn't connect, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that the second way, they'd go like, actually, from that other camera angle. Get it. And so as you're exploring getting your message out, have these conversations, but don't have the same conversation mm -hmm. with everybody. Mm -hmm. And here's what I'm getting at. If I'm going to speak at a gathering mm -hmm. and there's, let's say there's three church services in a row, I'm not going to give the same message three times. Really? That would be so lame. <laughs> and I'd forget. Can you imagine Jesus? Like he goes up and gives, does the sermon on the mount and then he goes to the next mount and he gives the same sermon. Yeah. He'd be like, I heard that two mounts ago. Right. But, but talk about new things yeah. and have just a deep bullpen of ideas that you're drawing from. Right. Now they could all thematically yeah, be the same point thing. in the right. same right. direction. Somebody huh. uh, smarter me said, don't memorize your talk, understand it. 
Oh, and great. that would be that's the great. best tip that I could give you. Just understand yep. what it is that you're trying to communicate mm -hmm. and then come at it from four different angles and yeah. to say, and start somewhere in there by being authentic to say, here are the times where it hasn't worked for mm -hmm. me. So yep. I'm not setting myself up as the teacher. Now everybody listen to me right. to say, hey, has it ever happened to you that, or can you identify that? Or find somebody to say like, you know, reach, lift up your fingers one at a time. And it's always your ring finger that's a little bit weaker. Uh -huh. you know, it doesn't do what I tell it to do. The other fingers are all over the place. Yeah. You could say something, use something that actually draws somebody, bring a baseball mm. and throw it to somebody. Don't throw right. it at somebody. Right. Just throw it to somebody. And should, all of a sudden, we're engaging it. Have a dr set of drumsticks and throw mm. somebody a drumstick mm -hmm. and talk about that. Now you've drawn the audience. Yes. You've turned a large room into a small right. room. Yep. And so some of these things will be where your superpowers will be. Somebody will say, that was a great talk. Actually, what it was was a really well-organized uh, talk mm -hmm. uh, that was super intentional. Mm -hmm. And you told people where you were going to go, and you went there together. Yeah, That's what That's happened. Great. That's yep. why they it's thought it was a great talk, yep. because we all went there together. Yep. All of us have checked out when we heard somebody talking right. at us. It was a university. It was totally. a parent. Yes. Was, yeah, yeah. They're like, Coach, whatever. Yeah. But to experience something together. Yeah. And that's why I would say to uh, bring things with you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not thinking they're props. Yeah. They're just have, I've got a whole Mary Poppins bag <laughs> of things. <laughs> I've got slinkies in there and I've got party poppers. Uh -huh. I've got everything. <laughs> Um, and the reason I do that is sometimes it makes it more relatable to somebody to yeah. say, everybody's got one of these, right? right? And you could really just practice by having some extemporaneous speaking, mm -hmm. but just start with a spatula and yeah. say, just think of all the things that surround like right. Teflon, yeah. right? Having kind of Teflon uh -huh. personalities, nothing <laughs> sticks. Um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> some of you that didn't the make next it through. Next yeah. <laughs> so you could start with something. I wouldn't try all this out with your friends, mm -hmm. um, but you could uh, practice using some of these yeah. things. Like when you're looking for the screwdriver and all you can find is a Phillips head, but you, it huh. actually doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but you could make a standard work. I would say don't hmm. uh, assume scratch and scrape to get to your metaphors, find the ones that have already found you, hmm. find the things. Yeah, I'm looking across the room. I've got a book press. Now, most people just see this uh, this big contraption that's got a, a torture big device. handle. Yeah, it looks like a <laughs> bit of a torture device. But it reminds me, because that would be a place where I sit to write books, mm. and this book press just holds it all together so that you can then bind it together. And so you mm. could surround yourself with beautiful things that help yeah. remind you about who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. photographs. I've got a foam core over mm. there with the 16 things that I'm about. These are the yeah. 16 things. It's not a statement of faith. Right. It's not a mission statement. It's just the 16 things that yeah. I'm spending yeah, all yeah. my time doing. Yeah. And that was actually uh, just before I walked in here, I had a friend that, that looked at that board with me and said, you know one thing that's not even a square on there? Your health. Huh. I go like, Oh. Wow. Actually, and for oh. a guy that's had some setbacks and yeah. the whole like went blind, uh -huh. uh, I said like that actually malaria. would be worth a malaria thing. Mm -hmm. But it's to say that was interesting. Like yeah. I'm just like so not identifying yeah. with that. So I'm not over identifying with it, perhaps to a fault. Maybe I need to spend a little bit more mm -hmm. time thinking about that. That didn't yeah. even make it onto my list. Right. So I would say you could start with that, organizing what are the things that are most important to you? Yeah. And to 
to say, what are the things that you're learning about the things that are most important yeah. to you? Yeah. So understanding yourself before you try to have other people try to mm -hmm. understand you. Well, you're talking about being present, too. I don't know anyone that's more present than you, meaning that you're looking for things. You're paying attention to things because I guess you have this hunch that there's going to be something here that's meaningful. Yeah, maybe this uh, living intentionally. So I'll give you an example. Uh -huh. I get calls a lot of times to say, you know, what are the things that I should be doing? And and I'm not a, uh, a guy that follows forms and mm -hmm. stairs steps and all of that. But you could just look at Matthew 25, hungry people, thirsty people, sick people, yeah. strange people, naked people, people in jail. Just go find one thing around mm -hmm. each uh, of those things, not to just read about, but to actually identify with, yeah. to participate yep. in. Uh, you could go with the gifts of the Spirit, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, kindness, mm -hmm. goodness, yeah. humbleness, uh, forbearance, mm -hmm. self-control. You can just go there. You can go James, like widows and orphans. Right. But uh, the idea I'm getting at is to be super intentional, find whatever framework helps you, yep. get there, and then dig into it. Don't just think about it, but actually dive into it right. and to say, right. I wonder what will happen next. Yeah. So, so back, we're going back in the timeline again. You're an attorney feeling more unsettled with being an attorney, sensing as you're involved with overseas, India, Uganda, you're sensing messages come up uh, and then you write the book. So how many times, how did the book happen? How many times did people say, Bob, you should write a book? Like what was the process to go from, I got something to say to I'm going to write a book about it? Yeah. Sometimes it just takes a friend who will help yeah. you get there. For me, it was Don Miller. Okay. He said, I, I think you should write a book. And I'm like, buddy, I like I yeah. I, I know how to write trial briefs, but uh -huh. to write something that actually is engaging would be difficult. And he said, I'll help you out. Huh. And so finding somebody that will actually go down that path. And then another friend, Brian Norman, just uh, jumped in and said, mm. hey, I'll help you make your words better. I'll help you collect your thoughts. Well, and they'll take a chapter that I've written to say, those are three great ideas. Pick one. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that isn't a criticism. It's right. just to help right. order yeah. this to say, so find somebody who's better yeah. than you at mm -hmm. what you're doing. I wrote the love does because I had a perceived need. That's what will cause us to do mm. things. You perceive that you have a need. My need was to pay for all the things I wanted to do. Right. And so I wanted yeah. to do schools. So I'm, we're literally putting $10,000 a month against my house wow. to keep this wow. puny little school going yeah. in Uganda. Yeah. And I was a pretty good lawyer, but I wasn't yeah. that good. Right. <laughs> and so I said, what What if I write a book yeah. and we'll just give all the money away? And now a couple huh. million books later, we've got schools in a lot of places. Don't aim for saying, I want to write a bestseller. Right. Just, just write a truthful book. Yeah. Just write something that really expresses That's how great. you feel. And in the process, you're going to uh, mm -hmm. uh, understand more about yourself. And then mm -hmm. look for opportunities to speak. Nothing is beneath mm -hmm. you or above you. You'll mm -hmm. just say, like, if they will have you for Taco Bell and Directions Home, I'm going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. just say, let's go do this thing. Yeah. And pretty soon you're going to find your message right. in there. It's gonna You're going to get clarity. There'll be a couple of breaching whales. Like go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you'll say, like, actually, there's something there. And then you'll start finding what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. yeah. Isn't that crazy? You'll start looking for things that'll bolster some of these ideas and the mm. ideas that didn't seem to grab people. You'll do a better way right. of describing those ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then 
I would just keep writing. If you want to learn about writing, uh, find somebody who's really good at it, knowledgeable. And yeah. I'm not that guy. Right. Uh, uh, Jeff Goins is out there. Mm -hmm. He's got tons of... Mm -hmm. Ali Fallon helps people with their yeah. books. Uh, Michael Hyatt is out there. He's got tons of mm -hmm. things out there. So find the people that are out there and then just... You don't have to pay for courses and all that. Just... Yeah. Just read what they've got out there because they're actually wise, capable, yeah. accomplished people in helping people organize yep. what's a what's a literary agent and what mm -hmm. what's a book proposal. Mm -hmm. And and then once you understand how that mm -hmm. works, now you've just got nothing yeah. in your way. Yeah. So we're at the beginning of a new year, 2020. What's What's the next message you feel like is percolating in you, the message you want to get out? I want people to get after their ambitions. We've been doing this Dream yeah. Big uh, event for the longest time, mm -hmm. and we've been doing a podcast around, around ambitions. I really want people to identify what mm -hmm. do you want yeah. and then get after it yeah. and want uh, more uh, meaningful, purposeful things than mm -hmm. what you used to want. Yeah. I am trying to just kind of upgrade what I want. Uh, to I, I want to be available more. And yeah. so I'm organizing more things in my life to mm. make myself more available. Figure out what you want. Yeah. And then I write about it. I write about it, not because I want to write another book. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to understand it. And a couple of those sentences will find their way into a book, and a yeah, couple right, won't. Right. But they'll all be super useful. Right. Well, like Bob said earlier in this episode, the world needs to hear what you have to say. So write that down. The world needs to hear what I have to say. So... Think about that, reflect on it, and then choose to believe it this year. 2020 is your year to get your message out. Yeah, and this isn't uh, self-help. This is actually going deeper and to say, what has uh, God uniquely put mm -hmm. you here right. to say to people and, and to do? And then to back up what you say mm -hmm. with your life. You don't want it living a duplicitous life mm -hmm. where you're saying one thing and you're doing something else. And we're all that way to yep. a lesser or greater extent. But, but to say, well, how can I get more real about what I want and take the next step? So if it's a relationship, I would say just get really better at relationships to say, instead of figuring out how they can connect with you, how can I connect with them more? I went and saw Little Women yesterday. That was not at the top of my list. I'm just saying. And they weren't little. They were big. They were all grown up. I was expecting there would be lots of little people running around. Who knew? Who knew? But that would be why, because Sweet Maria Goff wanted to see little women. Yeah. And we went to one of those places where they serve you like pizza uh -huh. while you're Fully reclined. looking yeah. for little women. And <laughs> But I would say if you want, uh, let's say one of your ambitions is to go deeper in relationships, I would say start by being better at relationships. Mm. Sit down with the people who have encouraged you and say, you guys have been so terrific. Instead of just a platitude, tell them exactly why. Mm. Yeah. Let me tell you 16 reasons why this yep. worked this year. Uh, encourage people to be authentic. We have team meetings where we talk about authenticity and to say nobody in this team should feel alone mm -hmm. and shoot up an email to me. You pull me aside, pull one of the other yeah. friends here aside, but don't be dying in a pile quietly yeah. and don't keep your ambitions a secret. Mm -hmm. And so for 2020, I really want to see you guys identify your ambition, uh, th vet that ambition to say, mm -hmm. is this something that's just going to 
outlast me. I want yeah. one of those that really matters. Uh, uh, check it against your faith. Is this something that Jesus mm-hmm. was talking about that would yeah. really matter? And then roll it out. Don't keep planning and planning right. and planning. Yeah. Roll that thing out into the world and then talk about it to people. And that's how you get your message out there. Mm. And I, I know for one, I want to hear it. Yeah. So let me right. know. Don't be stingy about what yeah. you teach me. I'll put something out on Twitter. I'll let people know what I'm learning. Right. Don't be stingy. Get yeah. stuff out there. Yeah. And, put it uh, out there. Yeah, and then people mm-hmm. will give you feedback That's right. on that. Not a critique, but they'll say, wow, I really identify with that. And you've got the next step in your, in your journey. The most frequent questions we hear at Dream Big are actually really simple. The questions are this, how do I do it? How do I focus on my ambitions and bring them to life? How do I reorganize everything and move towards these dreams that are inside me? That's what Dream Big is all about. And we want to give you an actual resource that you can use so that you can move from your ideas and your ambitions to reality. So go to the link in the show notes, download a really simple workbook that you can use today.